This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. I am so glad you guys are here. Um, before you even listen to this episode today, make sure that you went back and you listened to our previous episode, literally the one right before this one to catch the announcement that we did change the name of the show. We did change the entire basis. We're going to be jumping into a lot of conversations around coaching. That is exactly what our conversation about today is going to be centered around. So again, make sure that you do go back and listen to that show before you jump into that, into today's podcast. And also, before we jump into today's show, first and foremost, I need your help to help me to grow this show. We need to get this message into more coaches' ears. If you are a client listening to this and you have a coach that could benefit from it, share it with them. If you are a coach listening to this and you've got other coach friends that would benefit from this content, make sure that you get this episode in their ears. The way that you can do that would be first and foremost to head on over to iTunes, leave this show a five-star rating and review. That helps us to climb the charts. That helps us to attract bigger and better guests for this show and ultimately gets us in this position to where more people see it. Then the second thing you could do would be to simply take a screenshot on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, and then be sure to tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. I love when you guys tag me and you post it on your stories and then we get to engage inside of the direct messages and then I get to answer your questions and just really just I'm able to add value to you. I really enjoy doing that. So make sure to take that screenshot and then post it on your story. And then guys, without any further ado, we're going to go into go ahead and get into today's topic. So don't coach my client, period. It's kind of like a, an un, you know, uh, it used to be an unstated rule, but now it's the straight up rule at Virtuous Fitness, the gym that I own and operate between the team and I. And now it's a, it's a very simple concept, but um, just kind of follow me on this journey a little bit and tell me if you've ever been in a particular situation like this. So we are a big group facility. We've been servicing clients for, gosh, getting close to 10 years now. And we've, you know, serviced clients all the way from Virginia uh, as far out now to in Washington state. And we've been doing this for a long time. And, you know, back in the day when I started coaching inside of the gym, I, for me, I was by myself. I coached from 5.30 a.m. all the way until 7 p.m. I would get up bright and early, get a cup of coffee, drive myself to the gym. I'd coach an early class. I'd coach another class after that, go home, catch breakfast, come back, and then I would essentially coach throughout the entire day. All during that time, my, my, my wife you know, was at work during the day, and I was taking care of clients. She was taking care of people, and then we would um, uh, obviously come back together at night and spend time together, and then I would wake up and do it again the next day. But the thing about that entire time is I coached everybody. Not a, not a single person inside of my facility got coaching from anybody else other than me, and over time, as that grew and we got more and more coaches that came on board and more and more clients that came on board, these clients started to really get coached from different angles uh, of coaching at all given times. Now, granted, we had a, a process that we did things and, and a way that we coached our clients, but for the most part, uh, the, the, the client got a couple of different looks. Now, years later, we kept growing, we kept growing, we kept growing, and now we're running into this thing where at any given time, we can have anywhere between 15 to as much as 25 people on the floor at any given time. Now, 
I've got a fantastic team. They're able to, ha to handle an, a, a great client load. They're able to give a great experience. They're able, to great, they're able to coach a bunch of people. But there is that occasional time where we would have this, this kind of this, uh, I, I guess, this event or this instance to where a coach would be a little overwhelmed and then another coach in the room, because for us at Virtuous at any given time, there's like four or five of us in the room out of our 10-person team now. We would kind of get in this place where one coach would be leading the floor and one coach would maybe be in the middle of their workout and they would come over and they would, you know, try to essentially help this coach with their class. Now, this was fine for a long time and something that went really, really well. You know, you know, for those of us who built up the gym and, and kind of grew it into what it, what it is now, um, we had coached shoulder to shoulder for a long time. So we could kind of anticipate each other and we could, you know, could really be in line with each other at any given time. And it was great. And this went fine for a number of years. Now, as this team has grown and as we have gotten more, um, you know, more, I guess, having more clients on board and we're having to service them at any, at any different times, a lot of my team doesn't coach shoulder to shoulder nearly as often just because we're such a huge community now. And uh, <clears throat> there's been some instances where a coach would be leading and they would be doing their thing and really crushing it and stuff like that. And, you know, without noticing a coach on the side, one of the, you know, the coach wasn't leading the class, the coach on the side would come in and would just try to help in, in different periods of time. And although it was a very positive thing, it is a good mindset to have and one that we got away with for a long period of time. Um, the, the coach on the floor at that given time felt kind of this in this place to where they were getting overstepped. And, and I'll tell you why. It's not necessarily a, a negative thing, but for the most part, this coach was being overstepped because what that side coach that was just trying to quote unquote help with, what that coach didn't know is that that lead coach had already started to work on that client and to give them a little bit of cues. We kind of use this mindset at Virtuous when we're helping people and when we're coaching we like to think of it as like layering on a cake, right? So maybe you've got a client that's got 27 things that they're doing wrong inside of their movement pattern. Maybe it's a deadlift and, you know, they're driving off of their toes or their back's rounded or their shoulder blades are, pin are not pinned back or maybe they're um, letting their hips rise or maybe they're letting their shoulders rise too much. I mean, it could be, you know, any of the, the hundreds of things that could go wrong in a lift like the deadlift. And let's say that side coach came over and just tried to help. Right, And maybe they didn't know that that coach on the floor who was leading had already given this client two different cues already. Right, It's very easy to miss if you're on the side, if you're doing your training and you see that a coach looks like they're overwhelmed or you see a client that's doing something wrong, you just want to be helpful because the lead coach is helping somebody on the other side of the room. You know, a coach would come in and kind of step in and just try to be helpful and ultimately would try to give a cue to uh, that client that needed help or that needed that direction. Now, what the, where this started to be an issue is that we know that, you know, if you've been coaching for a long period of time, you know that if you give a client too many cues at one time, it can overwhelm them. And if you can think about it from the client's perspective, what if you're on the floor, you're using that same example, you're doing a deadlift incorrectly, and one coach comes up to try to help you and give you two cues. But while you're working on those two cues and that coach that you know, maybe affirmed those cues and walked away, another coach comes over and gives you another two cues, but you still necessarily haven't implemented the other two with uh, enough repetitions to really have it in concrete that that's how you're going to be moving with that particular movement that day. And you can see where this will be a little overwhelming. So 
With that being said, we, we keep, essentially created a don't coach my client rule at the gym. And what it essentially comes down to is that when we have a coach on the floor and then a coach on the side, and that coach on the side maybe sees that the head coach is being a little overwhelmed and they want to come and, and help with that class, they actually have to go up to the coach. And, and we joke and say, you got to say a safe word, right? Um, so what we've essentially done with that is this ensures that when we are coaching a particular person inside of any particular exercise or session, when we have a rule that you have to come up and say to the head, that coach that is leading, like, hey, such and such is doing X, Y, Z. Have you seen that? Okay, cool. Do you mind if I jump in? That very mindset, that very simple conversation and communication tool has allowed us to make sure that number one, the coach on the floor does not feel like they're getting stepped on. And number two, it allows us to make sure that we are not overwhelming our clients on the floor with too many things at once. Now, to take that you know, very simple mindset or that very simple skill and, and give it into your everyday life, right? This can go as far as maybe you see somebody on social media and they're doing a lift and you know, you're, you, maybe you're guilty of being a keyboard coach and you wanna hop on there and you just wanna give a little bit of feedback. Please keep in mind that if you see somebody doing something incorrectly and you feel the need to help them, make sure that they're not already being coached, right? We see it all the time with Olympic lifting videos. You'll see a client that maybe is doing like a snatch wrong or they're doing a clean and jerk wrong and all the internet keyboard coaches will hop on there and try to give them feedback. Maybe, you know, we're watching a client do a, a, client do a clean and jerk and both they're catching their clean, they've got low elbows. Maybe their knees are coming in in their squat. Maybe on their jerk, they're not getting their head through or their front foot isn't out far enough or they need, I mean, it could be a, a hundred different things but maybe in that particular video their coach or their focus was simply trying to you know pull off the floor with a tight back and their and their lats pinned down right and then maybe they've spent that entire day working on that thing and you the internet keyboard coach jumped on and tried to give them feedback on something that um, they're not even in a place where they can work on yet Right. Keep in mind that when you are coaching people, whether it is in a group situation, it is an online situation or a personal training situation or semi, I mean, the, the, the number of different ways that you can provide, you know, you can provide value to a client and help them. Please keep in mind that you do not know, you always want to make sure that you are not overwhelming them and coaching them on something that is out of sequence to where uh, of the current plan that they have from either themselves or a coach, right? Again, taking this a step further, if you have a client on the floor and you see that, you know, they're beat, they, they, maybe their coach is somebody else and you just want to ask them, you know, you want to try to be just of service and to provide value to them, make sure you always have a conversation first with either their coach or ask them what they're working on right now. One of my common practices when I'm coaching somebody in the gym, if I go in, if it's in a group class, obviously, like I said, I'll walk up to the coach and I'll say, hey, do you mind if I coach blah, 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 blah. And they'll say, oh yeah, sure. I, I was going to make my way there. I'm working with this person. Then cool. I can go over and I can, we can divide and conquer together. Now, um, when I see a client on my floor at the gym and maybe they're doing their individually designed program and their coach isn't there that day and they're working through some lists, I often will go up to them and just simply say, um, hey, can I provide you with some feedback? Or I'll say, or, or you know, I'll say something as simple as like, hey, can I provide you with feedback? Or I'll say, hey, can I add to that? Or I'll say, hey, what are you working on in that lift? 
for me, that allows me to see where their mind is, what they're working on, and whether they're ready to receive coaching, right? There's been a, a handful of times where I step in and I say, hey, can I add to that? And they'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely. I was just working on X, Y, Z. And then maybe I was going to correct something that wasn't nearly as important. Maybe we'll use the deadlift example. Maybe they're pulling off the floor and I see that you know, they're pushing too heavy through the front of their foot when they're standing. But when I go up to them and I say, hey, can I add to that lift and to help you out? And then they say like, oh yeah, for sure. I was, I was trying to work on really keeping my back tight. Maybe I would just say, okay, cool. That looks great. I want you to keep working on that and then I'll give you the next piece. It allows me to keep from overwhelming them and allows them to really hammer home what is probably a more, well, especially in this deadlift example, is probably the most important thing for them to do. Them driving through their toes but losing their back, or them driving through their whole foot but losing their back position, I've created a bigger problem by trying to fix a smaller one, right? So again, make sure you always know where the, the client's head is at, what their mindset is at, before you ever go to give them feedback. And if you are a group coach, maybe you're a gym owner listening to this, or maybe you, you coach and, and kind of share clients, if you will, with other people in a group setting or really any setting, make sure that you always know what that person is working on with their client before you go to step in and to try to help them because you never know if you're actually just messing them up or overstepping. So um, don't coach my client, guys. That's the, uh, the name of this show in a very simple mindset. Uh, I hope you can take this out into your practice and you can use it to become a better coach for your clients. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach Podcast. I release episodes every single week. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help. Please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode.